Welcome to The Untrue Show, episode 16. Hello, I am back with a new episode. How are you guys doing out there? Good, I hope. I am currently on day four of a 21-day detox. And every day is a different adventure, but overall I feel energized. I feel like I'm getting great night's rest. My skin looks bright and yeah, like it looks great. But that means for dinner, I am drinking a smoothie, which is like a green smoothie. And I'm, I just had like some fiber pills. We have to take seven pills each meal. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That part is not that great, but like I said, I'm enjoying the perk, the, the the benefit of the glow and the the great night's rest. But there's some other really weird side effects. I'll I'll, I'll do a whole show about that because I'd love to share what what I've been going through with the detox. Because I thought that yeah yeah, let me save all that for that episode. <laughs> but anyway, today I am in a great mood. I actually spend some time with my mentee. I have a mentee who is in the fifth grade and she is great. So I'll share a little bit more about that later. And I binged watch. Well, I didn't really binge watch it, but I did watch Stranger Things over the weekend and it was excellent. No spoilers, but it was a lot more, in my opinion, a lot more scary than season one. And there were a lot more just scenes where I had to be like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Um, and I really liked that they showed more into the other characters' families that we didn't see before, like Dustin and Lucas, who's my favorite. We get to meet meet their families. And, and um, Lucas has a really funny little sister named Erica, who basically was me as a kid playing with dolls. And, um, but she was kind of a little sassy a little bit. And I love the moments with, uh, Lucas's parents, but again, no spoilers. So moving on to another topic, I, um, what else has been going on? So I saw that Cardi B is on the cover of Rolling Stone, which I thought was really cool. And I have been enjoying looking at all the fun Halloween costumes. So, um, one of my favorites have been the two little boys who were dressed like, Craig is it Craig and Smokey yeah Craig and Smokey from Friday I thought that was cute I just saw one that was one lady that was dressed like the offensive dove ad and basically she has on this shirt it's an African-American woman has on a a brown shirt and then she's lifting up the shirt and she has like a white shirt on and underneath the shirt she has a picture of a white lady I thought it was kind of funny and creative then I saw another one that was uh, three people, a family. So a woman, a guy and a little baby. And the woman has on a cotton candy shirt. The man has on a sweet and low shirt and the baby is a Tootsie Roll referencing the Tootsie Roll song. If you've never heard it, look it up. But yeah, Tootsie Roll. That was pretty creative too. And then I saw a group of, um, guys. It was three white guys dressed as Migos, but they did not do blackface. They just looked like Migos, which I thought was just cool I mean I'm, I respect that they didn't do blackface I appreciate that they didn't do blackface but they still got to dress like Migos and look hip so I like that um my little cousin did a Cardi B look so she posted on YouTube I'm excited for her because it's very cute 
Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? So other things happening. I saw that season six will be the last season of House of Cards. And did you guys see the whole thing going on with Kevin Spacey where he was blamed for trying to sexually assault uh, a guy? Uh, and the guy, it was like maybe years ago. I want to say 30 years ago. It was a lot of years ago because Kevin Spacey's like 58 or is he 60 something? He's older and this happened when he was 26. So at least 20 years ago. Um, and long story short, Kevin Spacey like released his apology, but in the apology, he said, I don't remember what, what that guy says happened, happened. I'm sorry if it did happen oh yeah btw i'm gay totally strange i don't know like i I reference back to my art of the apology podcast because that's no kind of apology that i would ever want to get you don't apologize to someone by saying like i don't recall that but i mean if it if it happened then i'm sorry or i don't recollect that event because the way he said it was totally just scaping all sorts of responsibility like he what didn't want to own up to it and now they're saying that there's all these other stories about him doing it so I think it's unfortunate and I, 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 I yeah I had a co- talk with a friend today about all these people coming out and having these stories about being harassed and being assaulted and I just, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to feel about it. It's, I guess it's just the time that we live in where people feel more comfortable sharing their stories and um, it's just still awkward. I mean, sexual assault is nothing to play with. It's very serious. And I think his reaction to the allegations made against him were just a little too much. Like maybe he shouldn't have said anything or he should have waited on that. And it's definitely not the time to come out the closet um yeah the whole thing is just just ill-timed and then I don't know if it's coincidentally or if Netflix just wanted to make sure this make a statement to be like nah we're not working with this guy anymore ever after this because they are currently filming season six but to be honest I left season five of House of Cards I couldn't even make it through the whole season that's the first time watching it I was just like man I'm over this I just can't so I didn't even finish watching it. I just was, I was not into it at all. So I don't think I'll miss it leaving the air now. But anyway, um, the main thing that I really want to talk about today was a conversation that I had during my mentorship session, I guess, with my mentee. I guess is what I call it. I don't know. I think I'd call it hanging out with my mentee. So while I was hanging out with my mentee today, uh, we were talking and she's 10 and her name is Yexlin. So I was talking to Yexlin and they give us these assignments because I mentored through church and they kind of give us like a little lesson plan to follow. So the lesson plan to follow for this month was a word. Um, and actually, every month is a word, but this month's topic was endurance. So they'll give us a topic. They'll give us some conversation cues and they'll give us some material like crayons, paper, uh, a coin. Well, I brought my own coin, but yeah, I had a coin. Um, and then we usually get a book to read. 
So I pick up all this, go up there, get ready to hang out with her. And I'm like trying to explain to her what endurance means. And she's really, really smart. But the definition that the church gave us was just not cutting it for her. She was like, what does that mean? Like, I don't really understand that. So here's what I did. So the actual dictionary definition of endurance is the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving away. So I told her that it's essentially pursuing something and not giving up, not quitting and not stopping your pursuit. So the first example I tried to use is like, have you heard that song? I won't give up. She had not heard that song. So that was not the best example. Uh, And then the next one was, have you heard that song? Don't stop believing. Cause it's about not giving up the faith, like not giving up your faith, not quitting. Um, keep pushing. She was like, no, I never heard that either. <laughs> so, um, I realized that I'm trying to tell someone or give someone a message and they don't understand the way that I'm communicating it. So I had to kind of dial it back and we kept talking and we, I was like, let's write our names on these papers. So we wrote our names on the papers. And then I found this great quote about endurance, which kind of helped set the stage for the direction we're going to go in. So the quote was endurance is patience concentrated. And then she was like, okay, she started understanding that. Cause I was like, what do you, what do you think patience is? She's like, her reaction to that was it's when you have to go to the bathroom there's a really long line so you have to wait so it's like yeah that that's patience <laughs> which I thought was really cute that she said that so that is patience um and we talked about what patience is and then I came up with these three examples that I really want to share with you guys or actually four examples that we talked through together around what endurance is because the thing I've noticed about myself this year more than other years before is that this change between summer and fall is always a challenge for me. I'm always just having a hard time going from, you know, the summertime warmth to the fall coolness experiencing that transition is never easy. At least it hasn't been for me for the last couple of years. And fall is really my season of getting my life together, getting everything in order and working really hard to see the daylight in the spring. I guess I'd put it that way. So with that said, I feel like I had to like come to Jesus moment when I was talking to her, like this is a really great message to just not stop because the end really is not in sight right now for a lot of things that I've been working towards. And it's hard to just keep hope alive, to keep faith alive and to keep the endurance going to run to the end of the race when you can't see the forest from the trees. So I really appreciated our time together. And I thought that these are really great examples, not just for her, but just in general, as we talk through them and helping her relate to endurance in a way that I couldn't even explain. Cause of course the other way I explained it to her is like, when you have a really hard workout and you really want to quit and you know, it's better for you to keep going. She was like, I don't get that. So (laughs) we kept talking and we kept talking and we kind of came up with these four things. And the first one is, In finding Dory, when Dory says, just keep swimming, even when she doesn't know where she's going, she doesn't know what the end goal is, she can't find what she's looking for, but she just keeps swimming. Um, The second one is in Moana, when she throws the heart of Tafiti back into the ocean and she's just ready to quit. 
and when that happens, her grandmother comes up and gives her hope. And this opened the conversation about hope because having hope is what keeps endurance going. Hope drives endurance. So we talked about what hope is and how she didn't really know that if the outcome was going to be okay. She didn't know if she was going to succeed. In fact, she thought she was going to totally bomb it. But her grandmother just spoke life into her, gave her hope, like you can do this if you want to do it, or you can turn around and not do it if you don't want to do it. But in the end, you know, not to spoil Moana, but we all know what happens in Moana. She didn't give up. She didn't quit. And the hope that her grandmother gave her kept her going. So the third thing that we kind of covered is, I was like, have you heard that song? All I do is win. And she'd heard that song. So we talked about how sometimes when you want to quit or you want to give up, uh, you have this voice inside your head that has to say, I'm not done yet. All I do is win. I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish this. And she said she never really had that voice, but she could feel the push to do it. But I told her, I was like, sometimes we kind of need an internal cheerleader that's like, yes, make it happen. Keep working. Don't give up. Don't quit. At least maybe that's an adult thing. So she agreed with me. Like, all I do is win um, is a good saying to have when you kind of feel down on the dumps. Like, all I do is win. All I do is win. That's a very affirmative song. I need an affirmative playlist. I get sidetracked so easily, but I love my playlist. So I need a affirmative playlist and I'm going to put that song on it. Actually, let's brainstorm that later. An affirmative playlist of songs that just affirm how excellent we are. So the fourth thing that she came up with around endurance is when you don't want to finish your social studies lesson, but you do it anyway. She doesn't like social studies. So that was her uh, endurance moment, but Anyway, uh, I I also take, I guess I started preparing for this season in advance knowing that over the last couple of years, it's just been such a tough transition. So with that in mind, I just mentally and physically started to prepare myself for fall, almost like fall is coming. You know how they say in Game of Thrones, the winter is coming. <laughs> Side note, the only way I know what's going on on Game of Thrones is by reading the Game of Thrones wiki because that show is so confusing to me. Inside note here. (laughs) But yeah, so I just started getting ready for fall by trying to get back into the groove of the things that I know that help me help keep me happy. Like I started back going to church every week. I was over the summer. I did a lot of church online and live streaming, which is cool, but going in person and being in worship and being around people and getting up this past Sunday was really cold. So getting up in the cold and uh, it wasn't that great, but just getting out the door is so different from experiencing church on my couch and in my PJs. So it's nice to just get up and go and be there and feel that energy as opposed to me being by myself. Cause that's one of the big things that I like to do in the fall is just retreat and hibernate by myself. And I feel like I miss out on so much stuff by doing that because it's just, I mean, it's just me here. And if I go out into the world, there's like a lot of people out there. So I'm missing out on meeting people. I'm missing out on having more fun and missing out on just enjoying Georgia in the fall, which is so beautiful. I like two weeks ago, I ended up going to LJ with 
um, a small group to the church and just picking apples. And it was so fun. And it's been something I want to do for the past couple of falls. I just never took the time to go up there and do it. And it was literally the most fun. It was, I was not dressed appropriately. Alexa told me that it was going to be 80 degrees. However, it was more like a crisp 70 degrees. Uh, so, and then when you're walking around picking the apples, you get kind of hot cause you're walking around and you know, you're picking apples. So it's, I wouldn't say it's like a workout, but it's not like you're sedentary. So I was not, I think I had on shorts. Yeah. I had on shorts and I probably should have put on like a flannel shirt and some tall boots. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, a flannel shirt and maybe some taller boots, but overall I enjoyed it. I just peeled all my apples this yesterday and uh, I froze them because I hope to make pies and I think I'm going to do a tart um, or try to do a tart. Maybe I'll juice some of them, but maybe apple butter too. Oh, I really want to do jelly. So I don't, but I don't know if you can use frozen apples for jelly. I have to look that up. But anyway, I digressed drastically, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think because the fall season hits me hard, I need to just be on top of doing what makes me happy and being proactive. And I think I have been doing a great job of that and just working towards staying on top of feeling good. Self-care. Step up my self-care in the fall. Everybody should step up their self-care in the fall. If it if it's a season that gets you down on the dumps. But another way that I stepped up my self-care is my skin just broke out from fall coming over. I mean, from summer coming to fall. So I went to get a facial and it just, I feel like it changed my life, but it was really good. And, um, I'd love to go consistently and just kind of work that into my self-care budget. That's another thing I need to do. Set a set self-care budget, just establishing money to make sure that I'm cared for every month. Um, I'm gonna work on that. And that's on my list of stuff to do this fall. Uh, but anyway, back to that affirmative playlist or affirming playlist that I wanted to create. I, geez, I I just love making playlists. Let me see if I can think of a couple songs off the top of my head that I'd love to have on there. Definitely. All I do is win. Like I mentioned before, Confident by Demi Lovato. I love that one. Sorry, not sorry. I love that one by Demi Lovato. Bodak Yellow, um, Flawless, Beyonce. What else would be on there? Uh, I'd put Formation on there. Sounds of Blackness, Optimistic, uh, Mariah Carey. What's that song? Make It Happen. I love that song. Mariah Carey, Make It Happen. Uh, Woo. I feel like I'm stumped on songs right now. What else will be on there? Um, yeah, we'll rock, we'll rock with those. I think that's a decent start. But I'm sure that there's way more songs that I can add to it that just are positive, upbeat, and just make me feel good uh, and affirm. Just say good things about about you. Uh, because there's so much music out there that just doesn't do that. Just say, like, I'm awesome. I'm excellent. Don't come for me stay where you are, uh, especially sorry, not sorry. It's literally like, you know, I'm, I look good. I feel good. And I just want to have a good time. 
And I like that song a lot. And I'm not sure if you guys have seen Demi Lovato's complicated uh, documentary on YouTube. I watched it and she's been through so much. And in the documentary, she talks about how her her record label wanted her to release more of a ballad type single. And she was like, I want people to see me as this fun, upbeat person or this side of me that they don't get to see and they haven't before because I'm always singing a ballad and I like that sorry not sorry was her her lead song because I really like that song like I find myself wanting to listen to it every morning and just just enjoying the words because there's so many songs out there that I just don't enjoy the words to and I'm sure you guys can say the same thing it's like uh, the you know the lyrics are are suspect here but I enjoy the the production value of the music but with hers I enjoy the words of sorry not sorry and I enjoy the production value and actually the whole album her album's called tell me you love me I really like it and um, with the documentary, I thought it was great to kind of learn about everything she's been through with the drugs and with um, she's I believe it says she was bipolar and she would write music, like stay up all night and just write music. And she found those to be episodes of mania. So it was just really interesting to hear about how she how her family intervened when she needed help, and how they got her that help and just what keeps her pressing on and what keeps her happy and healthy now it was great so anyway I am really grateful that you guys are still tuning in still listening and I hope that you appreciate this episode and tweet me at the great Nana J uh, and my blog is thegreatnanaj.com check me out there and let me know what you thought of this episode if you liked it let me know if you didn't like it let me know that too and I appreciate uh, your time here And we'll talk with you guys soon. Have a great day.